been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Just got your text wondering why you need my birth date, time, and location. Call me back. Hello, guys, and welcome back to Figuring It Out with Grace and Kaylee. We are so excited today because we have been waiting to have Melanie on. We are with Melanie Wheeler talking about human design. Dun, yes. dun, dun. This has been a subject we've been so freaking excited for. And we've been messaging back and forth, trying to find a good date. And we are here, baby. Welcome, Melanie, or Mel, as I'm going to call her throughout the episode, to the pod. Thank you. Melanie, could you share with us, I guess, a little bit about how you got into human design and I guess like a super, super basic definition or like overall of what it is? Yes, I think that's important to go over before we go any further. Human design is the human design system. It is based in and brings together um, different like traditions of self discovery like astrology or the chakra system or I could I would also want to say the Kabbalah which is the tree of life and has some other things well it's pulling all together and it's a synthesis and so it's kind of like all those things but on crack yeah and it goes a bit deeper but it's very mechanical it's a logical system so it can feel a little cold sometimes but it's for your mind to be able to release the pressure of not knowing or of just wanting to know more. And then once you can digest things about yourself and about others and about life, you can the mind starts to relax and then you can move into your body, which is the whole thing about this system is to learn how to decondition from what our mind and what society has told us that we should be or that is approved or that, you know, Nobody will love you unless you're like this. Um, but that's the mind. And that's, um, it's called homogenization. Is when everybody's the same, does the same thing, thinks that they need to think the same way. So we're learning through the system that every single person is different, as you can tell. Think of it as like a circuit board or like a, you know, like a computer motherboard type thing. So it's, it's about circuitry and energy. Um, it's also bringing together quantum mechanics and the name of neutrinos. Mm -hmm. So neutrinos have already been proven by science, but now we're figuring out that it passes through our bodies and it carries information. And that information is what tells us and like gives us this map. As you can see, it's a body graph. It's your personal body graph. And that's a map of the way information is going to come through you and the way that you will receive it and the way others will receive it through you. Got it. And so we're learning that you're different. You should be different. Don't be afraid to be different. And, um, you know, kind of basic. And this to, like kind of flex your difference and really come into your own. And I feel like this is just a better way to maybe understand yourself. And so we gave Melanie our, date of birth, our location of birth, and time. We need Is the that... time. Time is okay. important to, to build a correct chart. 
because okay. a lot of things change, you know, with the movement of each planet and where the energy is coming from, it's going to change. Like sometimes somebody's chart will change multiple times in a day. Some people's charts won't change at all, wow. um, but it's definitely a self-help um, discovery. Well, how does it know type stuff? And that's what actually I got into this was um, starting with astrology in like high school. I was reading a birthday book and it was just, just, it's all, all it was, was the day of your birth, nothing else. And I was reading it. And the first thing was just like, how does it know? Like, I yeah. was like freaked out. I was freaked out. So I was like, okay, whatever. You know, I don't, I'm not, I don't believe in everything. It was hard for me to believe in religion. Cause it's like, I have no like concrete. I don't have this graph in front of me to tell me I'm just having to, to rely on what people in society and what culture wants from me. Um, and so I had a hard time believing in anything like that until I read, hey, this is what you might be like, but it was like correct. It was freakishly correct. And so ever since then, I've just been, it just keeps coming back. Like if something's meant for you, it'll keep coming back. It'll keep yeah. coming back. And the system's not for everybody. Nobody, like not nobody, but a lot of people won't feel the call. And that's just because a lot of people are super deeply homogenized. They're comfortable living within the status quo. Yeah. They're comfortable not looking like a freak. <laughs> um, yeah, and they're, I don't wanna say they're comfortable. Well, happy, but I think comfortable will, will make you feel happy, you know, cause like Complacency. I think it's a complacency and, and that, I don't mean that with a negative connotation, although I know it's often implied that way, but. I think when you're comfortable or complacent with your life, you don't continue to be curious and explore. Yeah. So that's really cool how your curiosity about this book and your birthday led you to what seems to be like learning a second fucking language. Like this is no joke. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, it took me a long time. And as I, as when I said that it came back to me, I was introduced to it five years before it came back to me. And then came back to me right before basically around the time the pandemic and the lockdown started so mm -hmm. that was perfect timing yeah absolutely and how did you learn how did you like start to digest how to read or create a chart very slowly it's it was very confusing the first time that I was introduced to it I was like I I don't know what this is so I put it aside you know like how can I figure this out right? As you can see, there's a lot going on. It does take a long time to process the, uh, the information. And that's why I don't want to like overload y'all because I kind of want to go into like the vehicle and the magnetic monopole, because that has to do with the way that we're processing different information consciously and subconsciously. So what we're learning and what, what we want obviously is to kind of remove the mind from the way that we make decisions. And that has like, that starts in the, the magnetic monopole, which lives in the G center. And it has to do with your identity and your sense of direction and the way that you feel love or feel loved. And so in there sits, some people will say it's like a crystal. There's a personality crystal and there's a design crystal and they sit in different areas. The personality is, I think it's in the Aja, if I remember correctly. So these two different areas of us come together. So you'll see the black side is the personality side. The red side is the unconscious design side. 
conscious and unconscious, right? We're very conscious of the way that our mind wants to live life and what, what our mind wants and, you know, what we think that we like, or, you know, what we think we should do, those types of things. Mm -hmm. So we're learning to basically put the mind in the back seat and let the driver, which is the magnetic monopole, which is the G center. It's like your compass. So the body is an ancient technology. It's like super wise, it's ancient. It knows what it needs to survive. But the mind is, has been so pushed to the top of the priority when it comes to living your life that most people are not in alignment with like where their body and their, their design wants to go because the mind's super powerful. It's a backseat driver. It's like, hey, stop, hey, go this way, hey, go left. Like you hear it and you're just like, okay. Or, you know, you get mad or irritated. But if you know what your body's saying, that's at the point where you're like, okay, you're just the backseat driver. Please stop talking, you know? <laughs> um, but the mind's here to help us like measure things. It's a tool still, but it's not a tool to make decisions from. And so for Kaylee, you're an emotional being. So you see over here, the solar plexus has to do with, you know, your emotions and the way that you feel, and you're going to actually make decisions based off of a wave, you know, and that wave has to do with how you're feeling. And so if you're super, um, so let's say there's a wave, you're feeling super upset or you're feeling super happy. You don't make decisions on either parts of those waves. You have to wait until you're in the middle of, of a, like, and you're not going to have 100% clarity. It's just going to, you're just going to be, you're going to feel calm in a decision. And, and, you know, you, most of the time people want to tell you that you do something if it really lights you up, but for you, it might take longer because the emotional wave has to take time to process. So even though you're a manifesting generator, which we can go back a little bit, you're a manifesting generator. Both of y'all are actually, and y'all are like powerhouses of energy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it will take you far, but you have to take the mind out of it. If you make decisions with your mind alone and not listening to your sacral response, which is right here. So this red center, that's the sacral center. And that's what makes you a generator. So you're a generator first. And that is your type. That's the way that you, your energy is mostly accumulated. And it's the life, the life force energy. So y'all are here, y'all bring sunshine, and y'all are actually moving the world along with your energy. So just by being yourself and people being in your aura, it's, it's, it's warm. And it's inviting is that you have an open aura, right? That's and so that's what thing. most of the time you're going to listen for a sacral response and it'll either say hell yes or hell no, right? But for Kaylee, it will take you a little longer because you have to wait for that wave. It's going to be a hell yes, but you're not going to be super um, intense in the emotion. So waiting for the emotion to kind of relax and then it will tell you hell yes or hell no. Okay. okay. And then for Grace, you you are open in this center right here. So you are actually going to amplify people's emotions. Wherever you are open, you're going to amplify and you're going to feel it a lot more 
and it's something that you don't always feel right you have emotions you're a very emotional person you're actually more of an empath than us i'm emotional as well than us emo people <laughs> um, you can feel other people's emotions and if you feel overwhelmed you need to take a step back and remember that that's not yours Mm-hmm. And so you would be over here in the splenic center a little more with your decision making. And it will also tell you a hint of intuition that this is either safe or unsafe, but you'll have more of a, a quicker response to a situ- situation or, you know, a decision type like that. <laughs> Does it resonate? Yes. yes. <laughs> That's why we're sitting here smiling. You know me and Grace are like geeking out, looking at each other like, yeah, bitch. It actually oh, made me don't, think y'all, y'all have no idea because I, I have to tell y'all <laughs> they are both split definitions. What's that okay. Mean? Yeah. What does that mean? So when y'all come together, you allow, you allow both parts of y'all's selves to communicate with each other and with each other. <laughs> That is why we're fucking soulmates. I know it. (laughs) And you also share the channel of charisma. And I have some notes on this channel. I don't want to talk too much about all the channels, but I want to tell you all about the one that y'all share since y'all are. Okay. This will be your friendship channel because y'all both have it. It's a way to, you know, bond you together besides the split. It's basically pure energy, just like booming, bustling, moving around. Um, busy there is a a physical and psychological need to just do Mm -hmm. to to get something out to experience something and to be busy sometimes there's not much thinking before you get the urge to do something so sometimes it could be risky (laughs) right but then again it's like well are we are we supposed to allow our mind to interrupt the process it just has to do with being aware of what's going on inside your your mind and your body, um, but uh, obviously be careful. Yeah, <laughs> it's limitless. You're gonna go hard. That I feel. I feel we like- do that. Uh-huh. We're like we have to like kind of check. Like we're like are we being like our our Hasty? partners are like yeah our partners are like John like maybe like us separately as individuals get told like to slow the fuck down and we're like yeah. call each other we're like no bitch no bitch go. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, we gotta go we gotta go fast yeah um, and you're a manifesting generator so you're meant to move around really fast you do things fast you kind of quantum leap when it comes to figuring things or doing things right so you're obviously doing things a lot but you're the multitasker and you will jump to this or jump to that and you'll find these loopholes to make things faster as well but you're also, it's also important for you to pivot. Y'all need to pivot from thing to thing. If you get uninspired or confused or stressed out, or you get the urge, go to that next thing. If, if you're in the middle of work and you feel like going for a run, just do it. You know, that's my ADD brain thing. Thank Haley's you for- favorite word. I swear we're going to put on a t-shirt or a hat. I really want to make the merch. Pivot. What's, pivot. What's the word? Pivot. pivot. Yes. I call her all the time and I'm like, okay, I'm pivoting this idea. And she's like, give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> so you naturally know there's, there's yeah. things when you start studying your chart too, that, um, you knew all along, you knew that that was how you worked, but your mind is always the one that's going to try to cut in and be 
uh, the backseat driver yeah. is going to try to tell you like, you know, you might have this decision that you've come to in your body, but then your mind's like, wait, should I do this? Yeah. Should I do it this way? Does the world want me to do it this way? Will I be loved more if I do it this way? Blah, 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 blah. Was there something when you started studying your own chart, was there something specific that you learned that was like an unlock for you on like feeling Mm -hmm. in alignment and being at peace, I guess, or operating successfully? That's a good question. I would say having to do with the, um, the head and the Ajna, which I have both defined. I have this channel 6124, which is the channel of the thinker. I, it never stops, like never, ever, ever, like before bed, like constantly, mm. it's just churning. And when you have the the centers defined or a channel defined, you have consistent, constant, never ending access to that energy. Mm-hmm. And so for somebody who's trying to lean into their body more and learn what my, my emotional response is, it's really hard because my mind will tell me that I need to do this that or you know what I mean so I think learning that the mind is not the driver has been one of the most helpful things for me and that your mind isn't you it's thoughts happen to you inspiration happens to you you can't force inspiration you can force thoughts you can force yourself to think and to process and to do all these things but will that information actually be integrated into your cells into your DNA if it's not correct for you, you know, and something that is important for both of y'all having the open head is that, are you thinking about things that don't matter? You know, are you trying to answer everybody else's questions? Somebody asks you a question and you don't know, say, I don't know. It's not for you to answer. If you don't know it, don't try to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) And then for Grace also, um, you know, you don't need to have a thought on something or opinion on something always, you know, like if somebody again, asks you something, you don't know, you can say, I don't know. It's like one of the most powerful things you can do is just say, I don't know. And don't let your mind put the pressure on you to figure it out for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bitch. yeah. That- I don't know. <laughs> That's <laughs> going to be my new, okay. like, tagline. Yeah powerful yeah Mm -hmm. very much so and I think that's really cool I want to understand a little bit more about the red and the black the conscious and unconscious Mm -hmm. so the black lines where they're connecting that has to do with like my backseat driver brain did I get that correctly that's that's a pretty good a way to explain it you're more conscious of it in you Okay. And, in yourself, and then the mind thinks that that is you, but it, it's, it's just your personality size. So it's just a part of you. I guess that's what you see. And then the, de- the design side, the unconscious side is basically like where you're going and who you are at, you know, the innermost self, mm-hmm. but that's also what other people see. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like we can see ourselves a completely different way than how we are, how we really are. Wow. So because the mind is such, can be such a trickster in a way, that's why this system can really take you out of being content in your normal day-to-day life because it's like, is this really who I am? But also at the same time, you're like, but can I stay this way? Because 
that's what I feel comfortable with. So the whole experiment of living your design can really shatter a lot of self-perceptions and beliefs about yourself that you have. And that's hard because your mind, your mind really wants to believe something, but you know, beliefs are just beliefs, you know, it doesn't mean it's all true. And I think that's really powerful because it's something that's incredibly challenging to do. And I know a lot of therapy practices that where you have to silence the mind or decide to stop, stop the thought train that you're on and like redirect. And I think, pivot, yeah, pivot, pivot. It's so I wanted to see, do you, is there a definition of, so Grace and I are manifest generators. Is there, can we touch on that a little bit about yes. like what that yes. means? So on a very basic level, you have your type, which is, there's five different types. There's, you know, projector, manifester, manifesting generator, generator and reflector. So the manifesting generator is kind of like a hybrid in between the generator and the manifester but you're still gonna have the same strategy of waiting to respond. You have the manifestor energy and y'all actually have the, I think the channel of charisma is also the one that helps you push things along. But in a sense, because you have that manifesting side, manifesting side, um, it doesn't mean you can go out there and initiate everything and it work out smoothly. Your, your strategy is still to wait to respond because life comes to you. Your aura, your aura of the generator is enveloping and absorbing and it's open and warm. People in life is supposed to come, to, they're supposed to come to you if you're in alignment. So if you, if things have come to you and you're like, wow, like that's cool. I didn't have to do anything. You're, you, you've been behaving and acting and living your life in alignment with your strategy. Because I feel like I'm so in alignment and grace. I feel like, I feel like we're very much in alignment right now in our lives. And we literally were just talking about like, things are happening. Yeah. But also to that point, you know, prior, I think it was just a couple months ago when I was trying to make some decisions. I remember having this conversation with Kaylee and my, my partner and I were not in alignment. I was in alignment with myself. And it was like, my body was like screaming at me, like, this is not right. Uh Yeah. (laughs) It's so crazy how it, 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 the chart speaks to that. That's wild. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And speaking of partners, it's really important to know your partner's chart and how they go together with yours. So you don't take things personally. Um, and all of this, like, we're not supposed to take anything personally, you know, because it's, it's mechanics, it's design. Um, we don't choose the way that the neutrinos had imprinted on us when we were born or when we were being birthed or created. Right. Um, and so it's, it's, it's really important to know that you don't have to take it personally. If somebody can't hear you out or thinks differently or wants to do something different. I think that's also really powerful because you don't get wrapped up in the fact that, oh, this person doesn't want to make me happy or do yeah. what I want be just like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like love languages on fucking steroids. Like, screw your quality time. Like, let's find out if we compliment our each other. Is my charisma making you happy? Because <laughs> How does this work with children? The system's actually for children. It's for oh. to generate. Yes, it's, it's to help from the very beginning the child not become homogenized or conditioned by society or by yourself. 
So, you know, I, you think, and we think that we know what's best for our children, but what's best for our children is allowing them to live their unique designs, not our own designs. Because if we think that we should do this, then our kids should do this, right? Um, so learning your kids' charts is important too, because they're little babies. They haven't been molded. What is it? Up until seven years, that's when the most development happens, right? Yeah. So similar to that, like we want to start allowing our kids to be themselves before society gets a hold of them energetically. Yeah. And, and in their minds as well, because, you know, what they think is going to be powerful. So if you let them know that, hey, you don't have to be up and moving around as much as I am, because I know that my child is a projector who has less energy. So if you think that your kids should be up doing um, chores or this or that, kind of gauge where they, at, they are in their rest cycle. That's, yeah. um, I'm literally going to look up all my kids' charts because yeah. I don't know what they are. And that's, it's, it's super It's important. so important. And we haven't even gotten to your profile, which is something super, super basic, but an overview of just the general energy that you feel day to day and the way yeah. that you live your life. And so through the I Ching, there's a thing called hexagrams. The way that they break it down is... There's six lines of the I Ching hexagram that builds the 64 gates of life. And each gate has something to do different with aspects of life. And so within each gate, there are six lines of energy. And each line has a different tone and a different reason for, you know, living out their energy. Kaylee, you're a one, three. And so there's only six lines, right? So you're, you're the one, three. And the one is the investigator. Uh So you're here to create the foundation of information. Do you like to research? Yes. (laughs) You need information to make sense in order to move forward. Uh So the three now, the three is the experimenter and the trial and error. -er. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You always want to try. You're always going to try something. And so it could, it could sometimes be at odds with your one because your one wants to know exactly how something's going to happen, but the three never knows. It's almost like making mistakes teach you what to do. It's kind of like a compass, like, all right, that didn't work out. Okay. So this is the right direction. That's how I like see a lot of situations. You could potentially feel like a failure because that thing didn't work out, but that's exactly how you're supposed to live life. Yeah. It's just allow yourself to make mistakes and just know that they're not mistakes, but just know that's what you don't, you don't need to do. And then with your one, that's going to teach others that through your mistakes and what you've learned through your trial and error process can help them unless they're another three. And so threes don't like to necessarily listen to the best way to do something. They'd rather figure it out on their own. I get it. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's Grace's? Is it's called a profile? Yes. This is your profile. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're a one three. And it is the investigator martyr. Okay, Grace. You're a four six. And the four is the opportunist. And it's also like the networker. So you need that connection with people. Anything that you will ever need will be in your network. So you can reach out and be like, hey guys, I need a couch, like to your Facebook page or something. And they'll be like, we got a couch. Whereas all some other people that may not have community channels or tribal channels, they'll go to Google and find their own couch. 
you know, little things like that. So your community is very important and your network is very important, but you also need to balance your alone time. Make yeah. sure that you're not always in the company of your network, you know, so that you can come back home to yourself and process what you've learned, stuff like that, right? And then um, you're six, you're a role model. Are you, are you over 30 yet? No, my 30th birthday is this year. Okay, so you have been a three line. You'll be a three line until you hit 30. So really? similar to Kaylee's, yeah. So there's three phases of the six. The first phase is living life, trial and error. Uh-huh. And the second phase is called the roof, where you start to, you basically retreat a little bit from all the hustle and bustle of activity of daily, like trial and erroring. And then you're like, I need to heal from all of that, those um, cuts and bruises of failing and making mistakes and getting messy with life not making mistakes, learning. Yeah. Um, but that's why things probably Are don't. Are you going to cry? I think I am. <laughs> Do you see, is it that visible? <laughs> I don't know why it's making me really emotional. Sorry. No, because it's so true. Yeah. Okay. You're also, you're also, your, your solar plexus is picking up a lot. You feel yeah. a lot. You feel the world deeply and there's a lot for you to process because it was hard. So I've been on the roof in my like retreat. I've been licking my wounds and processing everything. And so you're going to be on the roof after 30 until you're 50. Wow. And so when you turn 50, you'll have your Chiron return. And Chiron is the the wounded healer. Mm-hmm. So Chiron is a part of our trauma, right? And it's our imprinted genetic trauma wound, something that we'll always have but we can be aware of it and, you know, know what the triggers are and things like that. So you're about to be on the roof. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, but you might notice life slow down a little bit. At least your desire to be in the middle of life might slow down. Yeah. I don't think you'll necessarily change what you want to do, but you won't be in it. Not yeah. like Kay- Kaylee will go out there and bring to you. She'll oh, bring- yeah bring you food on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So you think about the hexagram, there's uh, six lines like this. And so Kaylee, you're down here on the floor, you're creating the mm-hmm. foundation and you're also the third line, which is literally in the middle, right? You're mm-hmm. in the middle. And so now that Grace is going to be on the roof, she doesn't have to be in the middle. She's going to be observing more. So cool. When you learn things about yourself and you give it time to process, you're unlocking parts of your DNA that have been either dormant or like distorted or just, you know, locked up. And so when you take the time to process this information, you're learning that you get the opportunity to focus on things that light you up and that feel good in the body, not just make your mind feel good. Or I also want to go into this center, the heart center, mm-hmm. I will have it completely open. There's no gates. You'll see that. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you have something to prove to be worthy of love or to be worthy of existing or breathing or anything? That's the not self question is that what are you doing or what do you think that you should do? And is there a hint of I'm doing this because I know I can prove myself or I can prove that I've earned this or I can prove that I know this or I can prove that I can do this. You have to do it solely 
on what makes you happy and not what you think will get something out of somebody else. Mm -hmm. And this center is like the most powerful conditioning center, negatively conditioning because we don't have anything to prove. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. don't like literally breathing air, living life, doing what lights you up is your purpose. That's, that's your proof of existence. You have to do what makes you happy not what you think that you should do or what others would be happy seeing you doing. Yeah. I think that's something I've learned over, even like in my transformation, like I just stopped like just getting healthy and stuff. I stopped giving a shit if I was missing out on drinks in like parties. And like, I just started to do like what made me feel good. And that was the start of like, being in alignment and like good things coming to me as I feel like I started to live more authentic to myself, but I didn't even know that I wasn't, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because your personality side, your conscious side, it's like, Hey, we're having fun, you know? Yeah. Haley, that is, there's something a part of your chart. It did say that you need physical, you need to move. And when you're moving, when you're doing something even meditatively your mm-hmm. mind has the time to stop thinking and start processing start digesting start integrating into your dna what you've learned and you know what inspirations are coming to you and thoughts like that right Does- that's so true cuz i'll wake up at like odd hours of the night and it's like everything i learned or processed clicks in and then i have this idea and it's a good idea or like a good move on whatever I may be working on or, and I wake up and I, I will go do, you know, what it literally wakes me up at night because it's process. Yeah. It's crazy. It's oh, crazy. When we're sleeping, that's a big time to decondition. Yeah. It's, it's just a, the best time for you to get that out. And so when you do wake up, that's the best time to write down what you were thinking about or even what you're dreaming about. You know? Yeah. So, So I wanted to touch on like the genetic trauma having to do with the human design. Mm -hmm. Before we were even born, there's, there's a a level of trauma that everybody has. Is that passed down trauma, like through your Um, generations? So we have two, we have two. So, so we have the trauma that we did experience from our parents trauma while we were children. But then we also have the genetic imprinted trauma while we're being born or, you know, while like in our next experience, it's just a part of our design, our makeup. And so it's interesting to read about the trauma that you have and that that was given to you and that only life filled in the experiences to make that trauma. Hmm. So like, I'm getting this imprint of trauma through like my birth or whatever. And then my life design essentially is going to allow me to experience things that reinforce that trauma. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So so to learn what your trauma is and where that trauma is coming from, that awareness will allow it to not be so personal impactful so upsetting and the thing with this is I of course I just want to come in here and tell you how great you are but those things your your gifts and things like that yeah come out if you have these layers and layers and layers and layers of blockages from your trauma 
you know yeah. you have to break down what's keeping you from living your design before you can really appreciate your design that's what's most confusing your unconscious trauma is what's going to help you start to feel your body feel your body's response feel your excitement feel um grace your intuition with the spleen right here you got a lot going on here so I feel like I think that you're a really safe person like you know you know what's probably not safe and what is safe and what's good to fear and what's not worth fear mm -hmm. definitely I would agree with that yeah and then Kayla you're open there so when you come into aura with grace you might feel safe uh always <laughs> <laughs> hold me <laughs> but on your own you might not know what's worth fearing is there something that you need to let go of because it's not healthy like drinking with your friends that's what I tell Grace I'm like I just feel like when I do that stuff I'm like out of like I don't like the feeling of feeling out of control and that like makes sense like because I feel legit out of control or like lost in some sort you know it's it's, it's natural for you to not feel like you have a set direction in life you're more of a chameleon. Yeah. So you can do and be and go, like you could be friends with any type of person or you could, you know, like one day you might want to dress like all country and then the next day you want to dress <laughs> gothic. I don't know, you know, like, so play around with the characters that you know that you can be and, you know, the ways and the ideas of where you think you want to go and who you think you yeah. are. Just know that, like, I have an OB G center too. And when I read that uh, we're not going to have a set direction or feeling of identity, I was, just, I just cried. I just wow. cried. I'm serious. I just like sat on the porch. I was like, why is this upsetting me so much? Like this stuff can really upset you when you're learning your limitations, but limitations are also powerful because if we have a million, I don't know, peanut butters to choose from, that's exhausting. And when you have three options it's so much better for yeah. your mind because your mind's going to be like oh you're going to read all the ingredients to every single peanut butter it's going to take you days you know mm -hmm. like it's just easier when we have those limitations because they're they're empowering knowing that I work better when I do this yeah I do this it doesn't work you know knowledge is power like knowing how you work it's powerful and it's it's more in the awareness of okay I, I know this, but it's like the awareness is in the body. So you can know something or think something, but when it's actually integrated into your cells and your DNA and you take the time to process, that's when it becomes awareness. So someday, collectively, the ego heart center is going to be defined because there's a channel defining it. And so for that day, all through all of us, which the majority of people have this center open. What does that say, I guess, for the majority of people to have an open heart center we have nothing to prove mm -hmm. we don't like we don't have to prove anything we are worthy existing with those people who do have that center defined part of their destiny right like that they have to do or accomplish something. they have to prove yes it's, it is yeah. it's a part of their destiny to prove to us right and then when we come around people or That's when the center is activated we'll get this desire of willpower and ego egoism and to create and things like that but that's not that's temporary, right? So one day you're like, oh, I have this defined. I feel so good. Just remember, like, that's just a cycle, you know? And everything will be defined at some point in the year for you, you know? So don't be sad that you don't have 
the gate 11, blah, blah, blah. You, you experience everything. Like we experience it all just. And we experience it all because of the way, it's just really the way that energy is flowing at any given moment. Mm -hmm. And the neutrinos, the neutrinos, the particles, mm -hmm. that's the quantum physics, uh, kind of like the light particles, but it's neutrinos. It's different, carries energy. Yeah. And so when those um, are just flying at us from the sun, it's gonna it's gonna have a different tone for whatever's happening in the cosmos or whatever planets and gates and things are yeah they just it's constantly just like a big moving ball of unpredictability well it is predictable because it's based off of the astrocartography map what's so wild to me is because i know you know human design like you mentioned in the beginning is is a kind of a combination of many different yeah, yes, it, just, synthesis. it blows my brain and I know we are like very mechanically ancient wise human vessels of all the coolness and whatever but it blows my brain that so long ago different groups of people had just such a unique understanding of energy in the body that we could form it all together to create this like insane personalized experience or knowing of yourself like it's fucking insane it's so it cool. really is yeah it's freaking me out at first really honestly I, like, I can't wait to dive deep into this like seriously okay so I wish I could talk to you for forever but if anyone like are you open to having people contact you like the listeners and maybe get their chart read or of course, of course. okay Okay, I'll list your Instagram the yeah. because Melanie is amazing at this. Like I could really talk to you forever and ever and ever and about this. Our and I could talk forever and ever and ever. <laughs> yeah, if y'all want to reach out to Melanie, everything is listed in the show notes. Get your chart read, DM her for some questions. With that being said, thank you, Melanie. This was freaking amazing. Seriously, thank you so and much. And you're welcome back any damn time. <laughs> I will be available with any invitation. Yes, girl. All right, guys. We will see y'all next Wednesday. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And please, if you have not already, like, subscribe, rate, and review. You can also watch the full episode on YouTube at figuring it out underscore GK. Your support means the absolute world to us, and we look forward to seeing you guys next Wednesday.